I'm Maria Morgan here with Jeff Nini, spokesman for the Christian-based global relief organization Convoy of Hope. Hurricane Dorian's spin through the Atlantic has left floods, devastation. People are homeless, and they're definitely in need of things that will help them get back on their feet. Jeff, uh, welcome. Thank you so much for having me on today. What's the first question that Convoy of Hope asks when a storm like Dorian begins to bear down on a place like the Bahamas or uh, on the uh, U.S. East Coast? One of the key things we want to find out right off the bat is do we have key partners in the area? Because for us, it's very important to work with partners. Uh, a second question might be, what does it look like as far as the scope of damage, like Hurricane Florence or Hurricane Michael were last year, then, then it's all trucks rolling. We're, we're out and, and in full force. Another question we would ask simultaneously is, what is FEMA's position, the Federal Emergency Management Association, or the state versions of that, wherever this might be happening? So try to figure out the lay of the land and then, okay, let's let's now start putting a logistics plan into place. Well, Convoy is known for uh, rolling in the big rigs. Um, obviously, you won't be driving to the Bahamas. No. How will you be getting things to these areas affected by Dorian? And, and where else were you planning to go? We've got two crews in the Bahamas right now, and we have one crew that's in New Bern, North Carolina. They staged in Charlotte, so they were ready to go when Dorian made landfall. They're staging in New Bern, and they're going to service the Outer Banks in there by ferry. Uh, in the Bahamas, we've got a, a couple teams that are split up. We're doing airdrops into Freeport, which is on the Grand Bahama Island, and uh, we've been fortunate to partner with a, with a church and, and a few other organizations that helped us secure some aircraft, and we're able to fly in and out of there and, and really feel very fortunate because the access has been really restricted by the Bahamian government, and, and rightly so. But they've they've given convoy permission to bring relief supplies in and out of there. So we're we're working on that. We're also working uh, over on Abaco, trying to that that's a really tough area. That area was just I mean almost completely flattened, and uh, and they're trying to evacuate everybody off of Abaco. But they're in need of relief supplies uh, while that evacuation is taking place. And convoy is really big on sending what people actually need, not just big bags of clothes or cans of pumpkin. What do people actually need? I mean, uh, food or water in one place. I, I read that sometimes you, you send wheelbarrows. Sometimes you need tarps. I mean, how does Convoy determine those needs? You know immediately they're going to need food and water. No matter what the disaster is, there's going to be an immediate need of food and water. Uh, another thing that we've really gotten into probably in the last five, six years in a bigger way uh, is baby products. Babies are still going to be babies. They're going to need diapers and wipes and formula. We keep a good stockpile of that on hand at any given time. And well, hygiene kits would be another one. Hygiene kits are good in just about any disaster. There's nothing like a nice, fresh, clean mouth and face to it'll begin to feel human again after something like this. People want to be able to brush their teeth. And then we go from there. If it's if it's a disaster with a lot of flooding, bleach is a is a big component of of what we do in flooding situations. Uh, a lot of mold will creep in if you're not careful. So we do that. So a lot of it depends. Is it a, is it a, 
a total disaster like in the Bahamas right now, they don't really need wheelbarrows and rakes as much as they just need food and water and baby supplies and hygiene kits. I understand you're also providing solar lanterns and also water filters. That is true. The solar lanterns are manufactured by a company called LumaAid. They're really cool. There's these very small, lightweight, just what they say, solar-powered lanterns. And, and they have a version of it that has a USB port on it, so you can actually charge your cell phone from solar energy as well. Uh, those come in really handy when when there's no power, because people at nighttime need to be able to see a little bit at least. So, uh, so those have come in very handy. And the nice thing about those is you can pack an awful lot of them just in one suitcase. The water filters we have are are really cool. If you think about uh, like a roll of quarters from the bank, and it's probably twice the size of a roll of quarters, probably twice as long and about twice as big around. And they come in this little kit where you can take a five-gallon bucket, uh, drill a one-inch hole in that, and and then hook these water filters up, and you just fill the bucket with water. These water filter manufacturers have used the same principles as kidney dialysis will filter any water that you put in that bucket. We've done taste tests on them. I've actually drank out of them where we've filled a bucket with dirty water, thrown dirt in it, thrown all kind of stuff in it, and it'll clean out about 99.9% of the impurities. And it tastes good. It looks clear when you drink it. And, and those come in really handy in settings like this as well. How long will Convoy of Hope stay in the hurricane zones? That's, that's always a great question because we never know. Our time there depends on a lot of things like uh, how soon does power come back on? If it takes a long time for power to come back on, then we're going to stay there longer. If it's a short time, then we're there shorter. Uh, When the stores start opening back up, we keep an eye on that, too. One thing we don't want to do is we don't want to hurt the local economy while we're there. We we come in and we want to be a blessing. We don't want to be a hindrance. So we will be there to give people free supplies for as long as that need exists, but we don't want to wear out our welcome and stay there too long and and not let that local economy get back up and running. How is Convoy of Hope funded? Uh, Almost entirely by donations. Uh, We get a lot of church support where churches will take offerings and send them to us for our for our work. Uh, about another third come from individuals, people that will either go online, go to our website, and then another third of it comes uh, from businesses, you know, like food, water, and other supply donations. Jeff Neeney is spokesman for the relief organization, Christian-based Convoy of Hope. Thank you so much, Jeff, for giving us uh, an overview of what Convoy is doing after Hurricane Dorian and, and beyond. Thank you so much for having me on. I've enjoyed it. If you'd like more information about what Convoy of Hope is doing for the people of the United States on the East Coast and for the people of the Bahamas, come to our website. Click on Convoy of Hope right there on the homepage, klove.com.